Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. It is our great joy to bring you the Word of God so that you can hear it and you can apply it to your life so that you will continue to grow and be faithful in the things of God. As you listen to this message today, ask the Lord to just lead you and guide you and help you so that He can use your life to make a difference in the people that you come in contact with every day. This is our day and this is our hour to be the light of the world so that God can make a difference. At the end of today's message, we're going to give you more information on how to connect with us online and or in person. We'd love to connect with you and help you to grow in the things of God. Now come and go with us as we walk in the light of God's word. We have to be in compliance to the truth of his word. In other words, we have to do what his word tells us to do. So if he tells us that we got to be holy, we got to be holy. He expects all of his kingdom kids to look like him. And if we're going to look like God, we got to pull off. We got to let some things go. We got to stop doing some things that we desire to do because it is not the will of the Father. We got to stop watching some things that we don't need to watch. We got to repent for our sins. But he's a holy God and he expects for you to be holy. See, the non-believer should view you as a little strange. They ought to say there is something that is different about that young man. There is something that's different about that young lady. They're strange. Why? Because you're not seeking to conform to the standards of the world, but you're seeking to conform to the image of God. See, God has not called you to fit in. Let me say that one more time. Y'all didn't get it. He didn't call you to fit in. All of you Christians trying to fit in with everybody. He didn't call you to fit in. He called you to be different. He called you to be the light, not darkness, but he called you to be the light in darkness, but not to fit into every situation. He called you to be unique. So much so in 1 Peter, Peter tells us this, 1 Peter Chapter 2, verses 9, it says, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who have called you out of darkness into the marvelous light. That is who you are. That is who Christ says that you are. You have been chosen by him. You are a royal priesthood. He says you are a holy nation. He's already called you that. He wants us to know and understand what our identity is in him so that we can walk in it you don't have to be confused about who you are that is why Peter was urging the Christians the believers the followers of Christ to live holy and in fear because God has redeemed them we have a reason to live holy 
To be redeemed is to pay the price of to set someone free. God redeemed Israel from their slavery in Egypt, and they were called, he, they called him their redeemer. So what did it cost for you and I? It didn't cost him silver or gold, but it cost Jesus Christ something much more valuable than that. It cost him his blood. It cost the precious blood of Jesus Christ so that we could be redeemed. And we were redeemed by the blood of the Lamb of Jesus Christ. See, a sinner can't redeem themselves. You wasn't able to redeem yourself, so therefore you needed a redeemer. Jesus came in on the scene and he became our kinsman redeemer, the perfect lamb of God. In other words, Jesus said to the father, I'll go. I'll be the sacrifice. I'll be the sacrificial lamb. So your sons and your daughters can, can be reconciled back to Christ, reconciled back to God so that we could be a part of God's family. And the Bible tells us that Jesus was without sin. He was the perfect sacrifice. He committed no sin. There was no deceit in him. And see, when the Bible talks about the shedding of blood, that means that somebody has to lose their life. See, the blood is life. See, your new life was in the blood of Jesus Christ. So he had to shed his blood so that you could be redeemed. Our holy God, he demanded a price for our sins. And he met his own demand through the sacrifice death of his son who redeemed us from the slavery of sin. I need you to get that this morning. You're redeemed from the slavery of sin. Uh, amen. Slave, the slavery of sin. In other words, you don't have to do what you think you have to do. You have been set free by the blood of the lamb of Jesus Christ. So therefore, he demands us to be holy because he's holy. I thought about it like this. We owe him holiness. Oh, yes, we owe him holiness. See, your salvation is free, but your holiness is going to cost you something. That means you got to do something to maintain your holiness. You got to make up your mind that you're going to live holy. You got to make a choice today and say, God, I'm willing. I'm going to live holy. I'm not, not going to no longer be like children spiritually immature, tossed to and fro by every wind and every doctrine. I'm not going to be carried around with every wind and shifting doctrine. I'm not going to let cunning and deceit and trickery, evil men deceive me into all kinds of schemes. I'm not going to allow that to happen. Why? Because I'm going to be transformed and I'm going to walk like Jesus. I'm going to talk like Jesus. When you see me, you don't see me, but you see little Jesus is all throughout the earth. You got to make up your mind. This is the decision I believe God is wanting us to do today. Make up your mind that you're going to stay in the sanctification process. 
that I'm going to stay in here. I'm going to let God sanctify me and make me holy. See, he's already said that you are holy, but now you got to be sanctified. And we used to say in the day that the people that would go to the sanctified church, oh, it's something wrong with them. They were holy rollers because they would, you know, kind of roll in the floor and do all that little kind of stuff. But, you know, we, we had a name for it. But that's not what it is. God is calling us all to be holy. It is a high call for everybody. If you're in the Baptist church, if you're in the Anglican church, you're in the Catholic church, he's still saying be holy. He's not changing his mind. And he's not going to lower his standards for your desires. I need you to get that. God is not going to compromise his standards to make you happy. He's put things in place to transform you. Yes, sometimes they don't feel good, but stay in the transformation process. Stay in the sanctification process and let God transform us. Let our hearts be changed and renewed. He's not into low living. He's into high living. So God is not going to do that. As a matter of fact, let me give you a reason why you need to be holy. Just in case you feel like talking yourself out of it. If it wasn't enough to know that the God that you serve is holy. And he's paid a price so that you can be a part of his family. Let me give you another reason why you need to be holy. In Hebrews chapter 12 verses 14. The Bible says this, make every effort to live in peace with everyone. This is what I need you to get. He says, be holy. It's right there in the midst of that passage. He says, and be holy. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. What is he saying? He says, listen, if you're not going to be holy, you're not going to get a chance to see me. Don't let the devil deceive you and make you think that you can live any kind of way and see God. The devil is a lie. You better tell the devil to get behind me, Satan, because the Bible says that I have to be holy. He says we got to be holy. So it is a clarion call to holiness. And my question to you this morning, are you ready to accept God's call to be holy? Would you say this morning, here am I, like Isaiah said. Uh, when Isaiah saw God uh, in the temple, he saw the presence of God in the temple. He was able to look up on himself. And he was able to say that my righteousness is like filthy rags. He says, God, my unclean self. See, when we look up at our look at ourselves and compare it to the Lord God that we serve, the little righteousness that you do have, the little sanctification that you do have is as filthy rags. But what he's saying to us today, are you ready to say yes to the Lord? Here am I. Are you ready for God to transform you into the likeness of God? Are you ready to pursue holiness? See, because when you pursue holiness, it 
is a daily assignment to pursue after God. You will pursue him the rest of your life. You should have the desires to say, I want to be like him each and every day. When I fall, I get back up and say, God, I'm sorry. And I'm going to keep on going. I'm going to stay in the process. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to let God transform me. Even if my friends talk about me. Even if my relatives don't want to be around me. Even if my co-workers don't like to go out with me because I'm holy. Even if I'm ostracized. Even if I'm talked about. See, you know what the plan is. You know what the expected end of the saints is. Because you know that Peter was saying to us. He says, because you know, you now have the revelations of Jesus Christ. But be like obedient children. Be like obedient children. In other words, he says, do what the Father says do. Thank you once again for joining us on this broadcast. This is Jerry G. Martin. It is our great joy to come to you wherever you are to share the word of the Lord with you. And we certainly hope that you have been enriched. Pastor Jackie has been in a great series on holiness. And then we are encouraging our members. And I want to encourage you too in your church to use this year to go out into the harvest field and reach people who do not know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Jesus came to seek and to save those who are lost, and he wants to use every believer. We are Christ's ambassadors. We are his representative. We are his salt and his light that will impact the lives of those he's trying to reach. He needs you to be on your job so he can get on his job. If you would like to hear today's message in its entirety, you can do so by going to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Or you can visit us online at lowcf.org. Now, I want to take a moment to invite you to be our special guest. People are getting ready for the Super Bowl, but we're going to have a football Sunday on February the 11th in our 10 a.m. service. We're inviting every football player, whether it's middle school, high school, college, or pro, or coach, or referee, or cheerleader to come and be our guest. Where you're favorite team's jersey. We're going to share a message of the Lord Jesus Christ and we're going to pray for every football player. We're going to pray God's blessings for safety and health for every football player. Come and join us. We're going to have tailgate after service out in the parking lot with food, fun, and fellowship at no cost. So be our guest. Again, that's Football Sunday, February 11th at our 10 a.m. service. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, May the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.